EastEnders Weekly Extra Year Review 2018. We're here to analyse and reminisce about the past year we just witnessed. Yes, oh, uh, only 2018, so we're not including January of what we've what's just passed. It's no. only 2018. Mm. We're, yeah. You could say we're a bit late, but um, what Ben has forgot to mention is this is actually our one year anniversary of the show too. So, I know. Can you believe it? I know. So we're going to do it on our anniversary every year. We're going to do a review of the year past. Mm. When our annual fees are due. Yes. Give me your us. money. We need the money. <laughs> I feel like baby Anna. <laughs> right. So we're going to break down the year into sort of three month sections. Mm. And remember some past storylines which were good, some were bad. Some we liked, some we didn't like quite so much. <laughs> some we downright hated. We did. And this was John York's year. He was in charge this year. So January to March... Um, a few things happened over this. Mm. R.I.P. Our favourite, Abby Branning. I mean, we didn't get over that for months. No, Again, this if, is the end of it now. If you listen to our very early <laughs> episodes of the podcast, we did go on about it for quite a while. I'm still not over it. Devastating. Lorna Fitzgerald, we're waiting for a reply. Mm. Um, so if Abby died, we had Aiden, who was selling drugs in the Vic. Mm. Uh, Big Mo returned. Uh, yes, and with a big other, story yes. to follow. And there was a death as well. So there's a few things going on. Um, so we're just going to go through and pick up a, uh, a few and ups and downs yeah. of of the year. So, I mean, where do you want to start? Do you want to start on a positive or a negative? So um, I think we'll, we'll we'll start where, which we kind of touched on, was which was Aiden, um, mm. where obviously they had, the, they had the heist in December and it was kind of a means in the end. And then in January, they just kind of, Tried, tried to carry it forward just so there was a kind of a conclusion to it. Mm, try to make Aiden evil. Yeah, really quickly. Really, really short space of time. Again, um, Mick was involved because if there's an evil character on the square, <laughs> we've learned this or yeah. we learned last year that Mick is always the one in the centre of it. And uh, yeah, it was as I say, it was a way of ending it, a way of ending a pretty scary, let's call it the Dagmar storyline mm. and just kind of putting a line underneath a pretty bad 2017. Gave us halfway though. It did. It brought Halfway, nice. who shot Mick, and it also brought us Arshad and Miriam, yep. who Miriam helped her out. It was the first time she'd ever been in the pub, or yeah. a pub. That's right. Yes. <laughs> um, one of my lows, which is sticking out like a sore thumb right here, is the Samosa storyline, the start but, of the Samosa storyline, which went on for too long. Well, I mean, this was the beginning of the, also the Ian and Masood feud. Yeah. And I mean, if it started in January, we're still talking about it now um and so it's been over i mean this is the longest running storyline i think they've had since the john york era oh just <laughs> awful um obviously we need to touch upon lovely abby because she had her funeral she did her life support switched off mm-hmm. and they did that charming end scene where it was at, the episode ended exactly at two minutes past eight wasn't it which was the minute yeah, the time she was 32 which was the time she, she was, was born. born yeah and like real life time it was 8 32 yeah as well. so the, the episode overran and they all had a drink on abby hmm. um abby... that was dot's last appearance as well until recently until october oh, until she came back for dr yeah. leg mm. so she's been gone all year too <laughs> she's been busy going to um rehab camps and yeah. uh trying to uh Stop smoking. Uh, and we had some returns. We had Mel return in January. Mm. Uh, we had Haley's first ever appearance in February. Oh, yes. That's when she was stalking Martin. Yes. Who we didn't know she was a Slater or not. No. Uh, Mitch's first appearance was in March. Wow, same, really? Was that long? Yeah, I know. Wow. He was there before Stuart, which is really weird. That really surprises me. Um, and March was also when Big Mo returned and she pretended the cat was dead. Yes. We all love those episodes. And 
beloved Joyce passed away in March. Oh, the, the, well, <laughs> this is this is when Ted came to his own, and uh, yeah. again they played some song in the pub, and he raised a glass to her. Like, Everyone was drinking to people dying. She, she died in March, and then August was her secret letter storyline. Oh, hang on, Ben, <laughs> reel yourself oh, in. Yeah, but we'll get to that. <laughs> five months apart, that was. Well, I mean, Ted was busy for a five long time. Five months of chess. Yes, that that was the story he was busy with. So yeah, I mean, there was this was the sort of three months where all the changes were happening that John York has sort of introduced because mm. he put lot um he put Karen into the laundrette yes. and reopened the laundrette. So he was making his changes. He brought back Mel and Hunter and things like that. So mm. oh yeah, Mel came back. So again, Mel's had Mel had a good long story then, I suppose, because you kind of we didn't really know about Ray mm. until a bit later. But yeah. um, I suppose that was always the build up to that point. We think, although it slightly might have changed a little bit Maybe. if you try and think, look back. <laughs> so uh, the next block of months we're talking about is April, May, and June. Mm. I mean, uh, the few highlights that come to mind very quickly was uh, that E twenty reopened the aubergine bar. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> um, Rainy and Max made a surprise reappearance, and you found out they oh, were yeah. married. Who is he marrying? Yeah, <laughs> that was mad. And they um, showed her face, and everyone online was like, "Who's she?" <laughs> I know. I meant like, to be a big reveal. I know. I was really upset by that because I loved Rainy. Mm. I've always liked Rainy, and I was so glad that they introduced her, um, or reintroduced her. Um, and you know, some of the big storylines was obviously in May was the Shaquille um, stabbing storyline. Um, and also Stuart's appearance, his first appearance, and then his paedophile hunting began from this oh, point gosh, onwards yeah. as well. It seems like such a long time ago, It really it does. It doesn't feel quite right. But yeah, yeah. so uh, six, seven months ago was Stuart's first appearance. Mm. Well, more than that, sorry, nine months ago. Yeah. And we also had Woody return. Oh, I forgot about brief. Woody. Yes. <laughs> well, he was meant to be a full-time return, and then he mucked up the whole process mm. and decided to come rejoin his band blue but i don't I, from the impression we got at the time it wasn't particularly a sore loss by a lot of people i think no. they were halfway already replaced him in everyone's heart so. yeah and it was silly that he had this competitiveness with billy as well it was mm. just it just it felt really good. out yeah not good at all um so yeah i mean we had the surprise wedding with max and rainy Mm. which is still an ongoing nothing's really happened much since nothing's April. really developed rainy kind of starts doing the drugs in his hand. although it's nice that robbie has something to do because he witnessed the wedding so um he took he took an hour off his sweeping job to in order mm. to witness his uncle's wedding yeah. and this is when max it was his first time back he had like a bit of a break about six months from the wilmot brown storyline mm. um but it was he was back a bit too early i think like for him for everyone to forget everything he did it was a bit too early, well, I you, think. I mean, Max has his fans out there and they're, um, you know, they're very resilient to Max's actions. But I agree with you. And I, again, we talked about it a lot at the time that really you're meant to forgive Max, even though he well, had killed one person. Got attempted rid of, to kill Jane. And attempted to kill Jane, then got rid of Jane through a blackmail technique. Mm. And then you're meant to feel a bit sorry for him because he wants to, you know, become the saviour of the day and look after baby Abby after he, you know, kind of abby had died and you know, it, it mm. seemed it seemed too loose i still feel now that he's unredeemable i know jake would keep saying i think he can be redeemed but mm. I, I just don't think he can i mean when he came back in that story as well he was being overly polite and overly nice and it was only because it was his scheme in order to get mm. baby abby so again he came back not with any kind of true intention to be one of the community and one of the family, he came back with quite a selfish intention of that yeah. he wanted to adopt his daughter's daughter. Mm. And that, like like I say, it was like every other month they appeared 
had Baby Abby, mm. and that went on until like October. Yeah. And then we're still sort of like, oh, it's just been her first <laughs> nothing... ad- first birthday. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah, so nothing's really rubbish. Resolved. I mean, we had we said goodbye to Vincent as well in April. Oh yeah, presumed, presumed dead, uh. presumed dead. So um, yeah, I'm adamant he's still alive. There's been a few theories thrown around that he's been crushed in a car crusher. No, Ronnie didn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> That's Ronnie's trick, that is. He did two <laughs> bodies. Um, so should we talk about the Shaquille storyline? Mm. Obviously, that was one of the biggest ones um, of the whole year, really. That was like John York's big storyline of the year. Yes. I mean, people felt uh, that it had been rushed somewhat, that it was almost pushed upon the public to mm. almost feel have some kind of feeling toward it and i mean yes it could have there could have been a bit of a better build-up admittedly mm. that's looking... the problem because shaquille didn't appear mm. he appeared like in like two episodes from like the whole year yeah and then then just before they had this big story um they kind of introduced him to do like little silly stories like he just got girls to come over to his house with keegan they mm. had a drink and put on this cheap perfume and then bex suddenly realized that she did love shaquille yeah and mm. so it, it felt it just didn't feel it felt slightly forced and in retrospect i must say it did feel a little bit like that mm. but it was then, still very good though well, like the, watching the actual episode of where yeah. it all happened and things i mean the, the powerhouse in the whole story and i will say this to, to the cows come home was bonnie langford mm. i mean carmel the character and the performance was fantastic mm. and i think she did it and keegan fantastic yeah and kush actually i thought kush was excellent too i think that it was it was a, a proper ensemble task there and it mm. needed to be um and but it, it just had some elements that they pulled off perfectly and some elements they didn't quite pull off a hundred percent but again yeah. it was it was done it was done as almost a almost like an information film in some senses that they were kind of because it was a hot topic at the moment yeah there's crime. a few of them this year like the consent episode mm. it was like a public information film it's a, a little yeah. i don't know a little bit a little bit like that it but comes um, across. but i again i thought a lot of people said it was deliberately done to pull your heartstrings um somewhat but i thought the episode the funeral episode when all the victims were stood around in the graveyard with the photos of the children that they had lost i still think that was really powerful and a mm. really interesting episode yeah. to, to film and portray it was that was in july um and that was quite a few um, big things so if we go mm. on to like july august september mm. we had the shaquille funeral episode we have tina's torturer reveal when she went to the disco oh yeah that ready for the disco fun. uh donna leaves our lives thanks to rainy donna kebab don't ever talk <laughs> about that scene <laughs> um as i mentioned before we had joyce's treasure hunt mm. um and adam the dentist arrived in august oh and not done anything again since. yeah there's like <laughs> it's very odd and then we also had the who shot Stuart storyline and ray um came in as well so there's lots of things mm. it's I sort mean, of like because john york was originally there for six months and then it got extended to a year yes. so like if you break it into like six months things like this you can really see <laughs> like oh all of a sudden new stories are being introduced mm. i like, mean yeah this was so at the end of june it felt like the stories kind of had been wrapped up and as you say, then June and July and August, mm. it kind of then new stories started. Yeah, plan the second half of the year. Yeah, this is where I actually thought that EastEnders 
as a soap started to find its stride again. It started to be a bit more confident about itself. Um, it was around about this time also where the announcement had been made that Kate Oates was going to become the executive producer. And it was like the feeling of injection mm. in it. it. It started to feel like it was getting somewhere it again. Was. And then you had the prison scene. <laughs> well, no, I know. And that was another <laughs> wasted opportunity. I mean, I was going to say that was one of that was one of my really low points of the year, mm. not even in just that period. There's lots of moments through the year where you think, oh, this is going to be a big storyline. Mm. And then it like just disappears like the prison thing like they spent like a good week and a half with loads of characters in there and different stories for all the prisoners mm. and then you just don't hear anything yeah really they, well, they did one story with it which yeah. was nick getting into trouble with fraser fraser yeah um and that was it and we were really excited about that storyline too we kept giving it comparisons to dirty den when she when he went to mm. dickens hill and yeah. they they kind of shot almost three months worth of footage and we, we really thought there was going to be a real in-depth look into Mick in prison and mm. it might work out quite nicely and then yeah it was just wasted it was like a week just yeah, a week of him really in prison. strange really really odd like they built that whole set and everything and yeah like nothing happened of it um well, the set that looked like a school <laughs> and like every time they went to the canteen yeah, like an it, yeah it looked like it looked like a school canteen and i'm sure they filmed it like in the summer of colleges being out or something mm. uh, we also had the storyline of Haley being pregnant as well around here is when um jean finds out um that she's pregnant and we yes. also um have shianu begin Oh, I mean, this is it. This is the pinnacle of the year. This was when she Because we began. had those few storylines with Dennis was getting involved in Jagger and things before Tiffany was involved. Mm. And that's when um, Sharon got her, her, her um, trainers on. <laughs> and she had those few <laughs> scenes with Keanu, didn't she? Mm. Um, and everyone was like, oh, there's chemistry here, which no one ever really thought of because they talked to each other in that car. Well, that was a good scene there yeah, when she stole the car. Yeah. And Phil told her to bring it back. And um, yeah, and she, you saw this old Sharon mm. back, this kind of vigour back in Sharon. And then obviously her plumbing got stuck and Keanu got under the sink and we, got his shirt wet and from there... That was it. She, can, she <laughs> we didn't know where to look. On it. Well, yeah, and, and um, Sharon didn't know where to look, what no. to do. I mean, another big story we, we, we can't be amiss to mentioning is obviously the Who Shot Stuart storyline because this is where the... Stuart yeah. Mick Again, the Carters. potentially a big who done it. Mm. And on the episode, they did this big police crime investigation and they showed the police station with all the things on the wall of them with who did this and where this person was, whereabouts, yeah. and all the interviews. And we thought, oh, they're taking this seriously. And then nothing really came of it. It fizzled again. out to nothing again. And, yeah. it, it, what, and, the, and the solution was that Stuart shot himself. Which still doesn't really make sense. And I was about to say, when you discovered it, you didn't believe it. I, I remember you were like, that's that's not the right answer, is it? And I was like, I'm yeah. still sure it's Whitney. <laughs> Whitney was acting really suspiciously. Whitney was proper Why? suspicious, wasn't she? Yeah. And so was Tina. And so you kind of thought it was being focused toward them. And it would have made sense then for Mick to kind of protect his, you know, sister and, you know, his family. But mm. no, he, he shot himself. And obviously later in the year then linda's plan comes into the story where she tries to get stuart to reveal quickly go back to some people this might be a high but to many others this was a real deep low and this is joyce's treasure hunt <laughs> this is where joyce <sighs> knowing not knowing that she was about to die had planned Five months this ago <laughs> had planned this incredibly elaborate treasure hunt she got patrick in on it she got bernie, bernie in on it yeah um and yeah she just kind of Made left pl- notes. Left notes. Every, um, Ted, mm-hmm. when the time's right, tell him about this. Yeah, and um, oh. and at the end, basically at the end, he had a ticket to Australia, which was apparently very open-ended. <laughs> I mean, they <laughs> they had no money, and yet Joyce was able to oh. afford an open-ended oh, ticket no, to it Australia. Made no sense. It was really daft. Just ridiculous. I mean, the whole Ted Ted and Joyce 
and I, I, I don't think I think most people who listen to the podcast will know they don't really work for us and or for me certainly. And I mean, when Ted was walking around with a the thermos of Joyce and he get and he then sprinkled it on the cabbages because Joyce would like that. I know the, the was... plate. She'd lived in Wolford for like a few months. Yeah. Because um, I remember at the time I thought, why don't they go back like on top of the the tower and like spread ashes on top mm. of there? I don't know, something like that well, with the tailors because the tailors used to live there. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, just it just was it was just really abnormal. And uh, to be fair, after that treasure hunt, we haven't seen so tall a sight of Ted He's at all. He's, He's been living it, yeah. living his best life, touring the UK in a vintage car. Uh, yes. <laughs> so we have the last three months of the year, which is October, November, December. And there was a few highlights in this year, wasn't there? There mm. was um, Linda and her plan, as yeah, I mentioned. Yeah, two-hander. Yeah. Um, Jean works out who is the dad to Haley's baby. There's obviously the cat and the rewriting of her father, Charlie. Oh, yeah. That's a low. <laughs> and, um, and, of course, the great Christmas episode, including the choir. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we also had Dot back. Yes, and Doctor Leg, the original character. That was a real high for me. I really enjoyed yeah, that. That was nice. Mm. So we were really desperate by that <laughs> <laughs> for um for things. Um, August and September was quite um difficult. Um, but yeah, we had the two hander with Linda and Stuart, which I wasn't really particularly looking forward to. But actually, it was a real good episode. The Linda, yes, absolutely, hundred percent. Again, it was you had to suspend your belief somewhat that she recorded the whole thing in her hair i know? um worked it out you did before it happened i remember i remember you were you were i knew that linda's hair bun is an iconic moment of the character <laughs> i noticed these things Plugged in that mp3 player straight into the computer had the whole confession on tape yes yeah, so we had um ruby return after like 11 years off the square Oh yes, which no one, what no one wanted. Uh, but no, but then she did have a decent storyline. It's a good storyline, which was the consent uh, mm-hmm. story, which is still happening, although seems to be slightly brushed under the carpet yeah. somewhat now. Yeah, it's still kind of going. So with Ruby's return, obviously a character had to go, and unfortunately we lost Carmel, who yes. left without Julia's theme, which was an absolute crime. Mm. And it was filmed the way it looked like mm. it did have it, but then they changed it and gave it to Haley because. They randomly showed fireworks and then went to the next day. It yeah. was really weird. And Haley putting the child in front yeah. of the uh, Ahmed again. Um, if you look on YouTube, you can actually watch the Carmel's exit with Julia's theme. Someone has edited it and mm. it works perfectly. Mm, really good. It works really well. Yeah. It's a shame. Mm. We also had the episode which was based solely in the Vic as well, which was like another one of John York's, you know, like Iconic. the Shaquille funeral episode it was mm. a bit different and this one was a bit different with there's, all the characters in the Vic which we hadn't seen all year no there was a lot of one shots wasn't there there was like a lot of continuous shots so mm. when a, a conversation ended in one part of the bar the camera instead of cutting it the camera would move follow like someone walking across the bar and then go to another conversation I mean the filming of it was fantastic and I thought it was quite a powerful episode again yeah, it was it was good it yeah. was just a shame that they couldn't keep keep up with that. The momentum of, yeah. kind of just yeah. They they, they had the, but then the same with the Christmas episode. The momentum oh, was so high with the mm, Christmas episode. I Christmas know. Day episode. Everyone said it, it was, was really the best yeah. Christmas Day episode they've had in years. But the repercussions of it are just non-existent. Uh, no. Like if you if you turn into EastEnders this week, mm. you wouldn't even known any of that happened. Well, Alfie's not even there anymore. No. Just kind of forgotten. They've just all forgiven Hayley. Hayley and Kat are like best friends yeah. now. Yeah. It's just really bizarre. I think it has come a bit. Really all. weird. Real shame. The only thing I can work out is maybe Kate thought, no, I don't want to go that direction. Mm. 
and she kind of changed it. I don't know. She must have because at one minute they were just standing over Alfie's body and Cat <laughs> was like saying goodbye to him and putting a blanket over him and Stacy was there ready to lie to the police and mm. then nothing happened. Like literally nothing. Like Alfie didn't even have a bad head or anything. <laughs> I don't know. It was just well, he really... was bleeding. He did have a bleeding head. But again, it was... Well, with a baseball cap on it. And then he went he in that hit car it with a cap, took yeah. the baby with, just like, with a busted up car. It just... Yeah. yeah, we've got passports from Phil. I mean, that, that was the other odd thing. Like Phil's involvement, all of a sudden, it just yeah, it just was really mm. disjointed after such a boom on mm. Christmas Day. I mean, everyone was Boxing so excited. Boxing Day was so bad. Boxing Day was terrible. <laughs> I mean, everyone tuned in, excited, thinking, "Oh my goodness, yeah. it's going to be the carry on the Christmas ridiculous. Day episode." And literally the first five minutes, when yeah, it just it just felt mm. bad, awful. Um, so we talk about quickly about cats hit and run and weird like change of her past about how charlie may have known about harry yeah no i mean again a lot of people got very angry at the fact that they were retrospectively changing that charlie must have known that cat had been Mm -hmm. raped by his brother or her uncle and it just really ruined Mm. the character Mm. of charlie we found out like basically straight away that wasn't true like kind of well yeah but then that was done you'll never know because everyone's dead who would know Mm. well apart from the guy who who mouthed off and said the guy from i think then you don't know if alfie paid him to say that to make cat feel better like it's just this really weird this is what i mean he kind of just turned up and um alfie said oh he's got something to say to you and he's like oh yeah sorry i was a bit drunk i made made it up up. i was mean it's like what yeah (laughs) i I wanted to hurt you because you said something really nasty about me yeah it's like they did that whole thing to make cat go off the rails to then do a hit and run but then she had a hit and run but then that hit and run didn't the, lead to anything no the repercussion of that was the the couple coming into the cafe and oh it's you you hit my husband <laughs> and it's like it was, it was, nothing came of it mm. again it was, the slaters seem to be like teflon they just kind of do something they almost murder someone twice mm. you know lots of things happen to it's them like and when they big mo came back and there was that weird like gangster woman after big mo yeah and then like nothing like nothing came of it well they gave her the money didn't they and well and most recently that cat owes phil money but they don't that seems to just been Mm. forgotten so this latest um, we should start calling them the teflon sisters because they just (laughs) seem to get away with everything and anything yeah it seems a bit nuts but we had ray and mel's wedding which ended ray's stint it did but i mean that was new year's eve so mm. we can't talk about the following story no, until our but next... it was good though like the new year's was better than christmas i think oh yeah it was end. great but because it was a double whammy a good new year's eve episode and then a good new year's yeah. day episode um and it was really fun the new year's day episode as well i mean although the choir was a bit silly it was nice to have a bit of eastenders tends to have a <laughs> habit of doing a really kind of peaceful tranquil christmas eve episode mm. so phil helps kim give birth to her child in the minute mark that was good well, yeah that it was, was one fantastic. of phil's best moments of the year because he did quite comedy. a quiet year for phil yeah but it is the comedic side of steve mcfadden mm. really shone there and then they had the choir and so it was the calm before the storm and it was a, that really nice scene when cat and alfie kind of embrace like hug each other before alfie goes off and then the fireworks began at the slater mm. household but um, yeah, yeah I mean, there was just it was a year of things being like with good, good intentions mm. but executed and followed up really poorly. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to give the year a grade, <laughs> let's, let's try that out. What what grade would you give it? Um, We're doing it the old system, not this the is new. Our s- first year doing this, you see. Yeah. So this is like the, the, the ABCD system, not the new number <laughs> system that they have in schools. I'll give it. C minus, or low. maybe a D plus. 
Really? That's really low. I mean, well, I've got nothing to compare it to yet. I so know, but year. like if, at the beginning of the year, and I did enjoy 2017, even though I made fun of it the whole year. Um, like thinking back, I remember more of that, mm. like more fondly. Right. I guess. I mean, Plus I... Abby died, so well, I guess that was an immediate downgrade. <laughs> Although I mean... Lauren left, so that's good. <laughs> oh, that's controversial. At the beginning of the year, I would agree with you. I'd say a C minus, but actually, by the end of the year. I thought it improved, so I would give it no. a C plus. So again, I wouldn't say it was amazing. So my C perfect. minus isn't that low then. Yours is C plus. Lower than mine. Mine's <laughs> a C plus. I'd say for the whole year, and as you said, it was an establishing year, and it did feel like it was a bit of a kind of we're kind of plodding along and just giving a few yeah. stories here and there, just until something more concrete happens. And so this year, 2019, should be a a good year. Yes, it should be. What was your like top moment of the whole year? My my very top moment, yeah. probably to be fair, because I wasn't really looking forward to it, and then when it happened, I actually did enjoy it a lot more. Cat's return. I was surprised by how much. Yeah, I Yeah, the return that. episode mm. when she actually returned, she went to her own funeral. That's yeah. probably the best episode of the year. Yeah, it was really well written. It was funny. It, yeah, Mo pretended to die in front of everyone, and then Vic had like a fight. It probably was like <laughs> the best episode of the year. I mean, my favourite storyline, I can't believe you've missed this, so I'm stealing this. Go on, then. Shianu? Oh, yeah, but that's a given. I think everyone <laughs> knows my love for Shianu. Okay, Sonia booking a cottage with Martin. I, well, no, jokes aside, again, I, I didn't hate that story, especially when Sonia discovered that she was basically fighting a losing battle yeah. and she wasn't going to get Martin. But Sonia's meant that. to be a lesbian, so it's kind of weird. Well, no, Sonia... That's another thing that's been missing this year. Sonia's now straight and Tina's slept with two men. That's true, that's true. But then again, 2019 is the LGBT year of EastEnders. And um, one of my worst things of the year mm. is all the weird guest characters we had. We haven't really mentioned them because they were so random. No. But there was lo- like the two that had a baby with the Ahmeds and stole the baby. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. We had Zaza's friend who appeared at the Vic and gave birth in the Vic with Tina and then disappeared. Yeah, I always forget that she was in it. There was Every loads time. of like weird, like Jagger was kind of a guest one because he's mm. now disappeared. So there's loads of these weird guest appearances of characters we don't really... Like Rat. Like, spent a whole week with Rat. Well, yeah, no, Rat was... Yeah, I know what you're saying. But you know, was... There's a lot of, like... You could just have, like, Honey and Adam having a storyline or... Mm, to make the space up yeah. that they're trying to do. So that was a bit meh for me. I think my low point, and, and we mentioned it right at the top of the uh, episode, was basically anything that was... Masood and Ian Bill. Yeah. I mean, I love Masood's character, and it's such a shame they squandered him mm. when they've had when him When he return. left last time, it was like, he got Julius theme. Yeah. So why come back? I mean, when he left last time, that was annoying too, because he kind of left, came back, left, came back, and kept going mm. back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then when they said that he was coming back for a bit more oh, time, so I thought, and then, well, at first I was a bit disappointed, and but then my disappointment was founded because they kind of partnered it up with Ian. Mm. And again, Ian had I, a rubbish year, didn't Ian he? Ian had a terrible year, and it just they were meant to obviously be like the comic, the comedy for kind of their conflict was meant to be funny to us, and it never felt funny. No. It just felt forced. Yeah, it was awful, and I hate the excuse they've given. Like they brought Masood back to bring in the sisters and it's like that doesn't make any sense no that's it's very like, that's much an afterthought it was very much an afterthought it's like you, they didn't bring masood to build up them to the armies and then him to leave it's like no you didn't no you brought him back and didn't have anything to give him mm. like a few people he did that to this year they just wanted to bring back familiar characters that's why the, a lot of characters returned yeah he just wanted to bring some familiar it's a very quick and easy mm. way of bringing back a show just bring back characters that you're familiar with mixed year this year 
but um we've also got something exciting for next year's yes so if show. you <laughs> in 12 months we'll be discovering what ben and i both thought was going to be the big stories or developments of the square in 2019 Some predictions yes so we've both written out five predictions each and we've stored them in an envelope and uh we're not we basically we're not telling each other what they are and then next year when we're doing our roundup of our eastenders weekly podcast extra again we will open those envelopes and see who scored the most points if any I, i'm pretty confident with you <laughs> so um yes so stay tuned for us in 2020 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um yeah mixed year so only ways up as yaz and the cast of only ways Essex would say there you go well thanks for listening and if um any of you uh have any opinions on stories we may not have mentioned from 2018 send us an email eastendersweekly at gmail.com and of course you can find us on twitter at eastendersweek instagram eastendersweekly podcast or join our facebook group just look for eastendersweekly podcast and uh, let us know your grade of the year as well we'd love to know what yes. you thought a to d to a f a to f yeah. yeah the old system the best system anyway thanks for listening and uh See you soon.